This is episode 41. In this episode, you'll meet Leticia Torres, the founder of Icitel Designs. She designs planner stickers with Latinx cultural images. She shares her story from co-owning a business with her sisters to now owning her own business. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate and Elevate. Bienvenidos! It's a podcast where Latinx business owners share stories of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. I believe consumers want to support businesses they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. Also, join me on my business mindfulness series where I share business tips and activities that will help you grow and sustain your business. So please subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Welcome everybody to another episode of Relate and Elevate. And I'm so happy to be with this person. We actually met like almost two years ago, I think, something like that. Yeah. (laughs) And right out the back, we started working together. So do you want to introduce yourself and, and your business? Sure. My name is um, Leticia Torres, and I am the owner of Icitel Designs. Your name is very, very unique, so maybe we'll talk about that later. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so we met about a couple of years ago, and we worked on a little project together, and well, we can you know talk about the details later, but first... Let's get to know you a little bit better and I have a few questions for you, like personal questions. Like what is your favorite food? You can't get more personal than that. Right? (laughs) Food is important. Um, Yes. Favorite food. I love food. So that's a hard one. But I would have to say um, enchiladas, uh, pozole. Yeah. (laughs) Enchiladas and chilaquiles are my favorite. Yeah. What kind, like what kind of enchiladas? Like verde, rojo, the mole, moladas, or what? Well, we make them rojas and with um, queso y cebolla only. Mm, okay. No chicken. Mm, because okay. my husband, he eats them with, chi- with um, chicken. Oh, okay. And I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Everybody's different. Yeah. And what kind of pozole? The rojo? Um, uh rojo but i really like verde as well have you ever had verde yeah with bacon and uh, no have you ever had it i've had pozole with bacon no i've had you have to try it um this dish i think it's called cocido Mm -hmm. with carne de res and tocino and vegetables it's kind of like caldo okay like carne en su jugo oh yeah that's what it's called yeah yeah. No, but there's an actual pozole. Something different. There's an actual pozole that it's green. We made with tomatillo, so it's green. But um, you make it, and then towards the end, you add like bacon and ham, and it's really good. You need to try it. <laughs> <laughs> I will try. I've I've been like not eating as much meat lately, but. For some reason, oh, I, I, allow, to do that. <laughs> I allow um, 
I allow bacon and salami and pepperoni in my diet, but I don't allow any other meat. You can't live without bacon. I love bacon. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah, that's anyway, true. that's confessions of a almost vegetarian. <laughs> um, putting yourself on blast here. I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go back to talking about you. What is your favorite color? Red. Red? Why red. why do you like red? I don't know. I've always liked red for the longest. Um I mean I I'm a colorful person. I like mm-hmm. all colors. I'm I, I wear a lot of color. I decorate with a lot of color. But um I don't know. I've always liked red. I've had uh red iPods when they were a thing. I had a red um my phone right now is red. Mine too. Uh, I had a red. I, I had a red, red laptop. I mean, yeah. A red laptop. Oh, yeah, that sounds cool. I can't remember the brand. It was when I was in college. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> so, what's the most recent book you've read? Most recent. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, it was one that my husband was. We we listened to it um, on Audible. I gotta say, it was. Um, how to win friends and influence people. I think it's what it's called. It's oh, an cool. old book, but it's, it's very interesting. It's a really good book, especially if you're like, um, into, um, if you're some sort of mentor or coach or into business, all that stuff. It, well, and that's cool. Good. Yeah. That sounds like, it sounds like a good title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good book. What's the last song you listened to? Last song? La Bamba. Because we were just watching the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we were um, just watching um, yeah, the movie today. <laughs> could watch that movie over and over and over again. Yeah. So if you could meet one person, dead or alive, who would that be? Ooh. Um, dead or alive? Mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of Cantinflas, so I think Cantinflas definitely. Oh, cool! Yeah, just something about the way he was, like in his movies. I mean, I don't know personally, but in his movies, you know, he could make you like laugh and cry and think of real life and society problems but still like enjoy everything I don't know it's it's so interesting the way he worked yeah so I I'll, I'm a huge fan so I think I would want to meet him pick yeah. at his brain <laughs> yeah that's cool it's like so many emotions all in like a moment that's cool yeah so one more question tell us something that only a handful of people know about you Hmm. Um, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on social media a lot, so <laughs> that's hard. I'm shy, but at the same time, I could be very outgoing, but only with the people that I'm very close to. Oh, you know, like if you get to know me and you're close enough, then I could be pretty loud and crazy and oh. obnoxious, but you know with people that I'm not too close to. I'm very shy, very introvert. So 
I could oh, be both sides of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so let's talk about cultural identity. How do you self-identify? Mexican. 100% Mexicana. And what does cultural identity mean to you? Well, to me, it's important. It's big. Um, it's what makes me me and who I am and the way I am. I am the way I am because of my uh, culture, you know, the my beliefs or my, you know, costumbres and the way I want to raise my kids and the things, the culture that I want to instill in them and stuff. It all has to do with my identity. So for for me, it's cultural identity. It's a big, important life uh, part of life. Hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Like to me, culture is part of our everyday experiences. So we're yeah. always creating it. It's around us and it's part of our past yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It influences everything from the past and from now, the things that you want to keep incorporating or maybe the things you want to change that you don't want it necessarily continue from your culture. Or change yeah. it up a bit. So, yeah. Yeah. So many things. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, your business, can you please say your business name again? Because, yes. <laughs> ICTEL Designs. ICTEL. Mm -hmm. So, what do you sell? What are your products or services? Where do you sell them? And then, do you want to share? What's unique about your name, your business name? Um, yeah. So I sell Latino-inspired stickers and stationary items. So, and I sell on Etsy, via Etsy. That's where my shop is. On Etsy? And mm -hmm. Yes, on Etsy. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook, but uh, my shop is via Etsy. Okay. And um, <laughs> as far as the name, um, it's Icitel with a T at the end. So it's actually my name backwards. My name is Leticia. So it's backwards. And the T at the end is for Torres, my last name. At first, when, so I, when I first read it, I was like, oh my God, is this like an Aztec name? Is this like Nahuatl or something? Is this like a Mayan name or something or some sort of like indigenous name? And then one day I was looking at it and then I was just like writing and then I was like, oh my God, it's her name. Yeah. <laughs> it's her name backwards. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get that a lot at first. People think it's like some sort of um, like... It, you know, Nahuatl or Maya name or something like that. But no, it's just my name backwards. <laughs> That's so cool. It's so unique. It's so. Yeah, I know. But people always have a hard time pronouncing it or. Yeah. They can never pronounce it. Yeah, I really have to think about it. And I actually think about Leticia backwards. And I'm like, I see that. I see that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. When you <laughs> Yay, think of, yeah, it. when you think of it like that, it's not as hard as it looks. Yeah, yeah, when you look at it, I'm like, wait, how do you say it? I sell it. I sell it. No, I know. When I think Some, about someone it. said aceite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, no, manteca. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> manteca is better. 
<laughs> Tastes better for sure. So, okay. So what kind of stickers? So, okay. You sell on Etsy. How long have you been selling them? Um, just, we just had our two year anniversary. Oh, yay. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's been two years. It's, um, planner stickers, um, to decorate your planner. If you're into planning, like using a physical planner, like old school. Yeah. No, I love planners. (laughs) I've used lots of them and I discovered that I have like a whole box full of like journals and notebooks with like blanks. So I, a couple of years ago, I stopped buying planners and now I'm using notebooks and I use mm-hmm. your planner stickers to help me in plan in my notebook. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You know what? Uh, I used to do that too. And sometimes I still do. Like I have a planner and I've had planners, but then sometimes I would grab a notebook and then start on there and then I would eventually move into a notebook and kind of set it up as a planner type of thing so yeah you don't have to have an actual like planner to you know planner decorator you know be creative (laughs) yeah yes so what so what made you want to start designing stickers you you design them yourself right yourself yeah yeah um, it came from that, from just playing around with my own planner and trying to decorate it and stuff. And then I found myself going to Michael's or Joanne's and Hobby Lobby, uh, looking for stickers and not finding any that were relatable to me, mm-hmm. nothing Latino related. Mm-hmm. So then, um, I thought, well, I'm just going to make my own for myself. You know, I have my laptop. I like to mess with it. And um, I thought I'm just going to make my own. And then they click. I'm like, wait, if I'm in need of stickers, I can't be like the only Latina planning here. Like mm-hmm. there has to be other Latinas that also use planners that also like to decorate them. Yes. And that might want to have some stickers that they can relate to. So I told my husband, I said, I think I texted him. I said, I think... I think I want to open a a shop to put my stickers. And he goes, yeah, go for it. And he's like, "Um, what do you need to get? Like, you know, so we, so you can start it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, this is just something like, you know, those crazy ideas that I just say, you know, random things that I'm going to do, but I wasn't like actually (laughs) like thinking of it, you know, like of selling them. I was just trying to make them for myself. And then he's like, no, it's actually a good idea. It's true. There's nothing out there. And, you know, you're doing it. So there must be other people doing it too and needing them. Mm-hmm. So that's how it came about. But it was just from my personal need to want stickers that I could relate to, that I could put in my planner. And then I decided to, you know, do this crazy idea of opening a shop that I had no idea how to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that crazy because you now you're, you just celebrated your two-year anniversary, right? Yeah. Two years now. And what was the first stickers? Was it the Concha stickers, the first ones that you saw? Yeah, those were the, yeah, those were the first ones. And that was actually what, like, you know, that's what I thought of. I'm like, I want something that I could put in my planner that I could relate to. Like, and I thought of like, like Conchas, you know, like that was the first thing that came to my head, like Conchitas. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I love conchitas, so um, I thought of it, you know, like, I want a conchita sticker on my planner or cafecito or things like that. And that's how um, it came about. And that was the very first set of stickers that I that I made and put out there. Yeah. And then I think I saw your stickers and then you also had other stickers like um, Loteria. Loteria Loteria stickers. Yeah. I think Loteria were like the second ones. It was like fruta. It had like sandia. Right. Was it sandia or no? I think it had like, um, I don't even remember. I know it had a borracho. And let everybody needs a borracho yeah, on their planet. Right? It's like the weekend, well, you know. Yeah, the weekend, you know. <laughs> but again, you know, being you know realistic about our culture, you know, what do we do on the weekends? Carne asada. And, I mean, I'm sorry, but you know, drink. It's like a three-year-old's birthday party and right tequila. So yeah. Okay, so then that's how I saw your stickers on Instagram and I thought oh I need some business stickers for me like that would be cool to remind me to do some stuff for my business I'm like what if other business owners needed that too so then you and I we met and it was like my first real like collaboration and it was kind of weird but then when you and I talked it was like really easy and just it just happened really fast and easy and yeah Yeah, for me too, it was the first um, collaboration. I had only been uh, open for probably about six months. It was early on. And same at first, it was like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into, you know, because I'm just (laughs) starting and this opportunity came up. But again, you know, once we got to talk and work on it, it was easy and, and it was fun. And we did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. We, right. we created stickers together, like um, stickers that you need, like like motivational stuff for your business. And then also like to help you do like oh, accounting day or payday or, or other things. Yeah, and keep accountability kind of like a, um, before, like to start off your week, what your goals are and that sort of stuff. And then at the mm-hmm. end of the week to kind of reflect on on how you did and it it was all geared towards businesses latina businesses yes yes and then i remember you saw them at um you were selling them at the molcajete domingero in la and i was like oh my god i want to go but i couldn't and (laughs) yeah i know back when i was doing events i haven't done any in a while but yes i that's where where we had him first i believe yeah, 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 but it was fun, and you still you still sell them, right? I think. Yeah, they're still available in my shop. Yeah. yeah. So, if anybody needs any planning stickers to make your planners or notebooks pretty, plus to help you with your business, then there you go. <laughs> yes, you can find them there. Yeah, that was fun. So, how does your cultural identity affect the way you run your business? Um, well, my business is based on Latino culture. I mean, so I think a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that, that I try to do, uh, I try to do it incorporating my culture in some way. Because again, that's what I was missing. 
I love stationery. I love planning. I love stationery, crafting, DIYing, doing all sorts of stuff. But again, I could never, you know, find a cute, you know, sticker that I could relate to. Or um, uh, later on, I did a washi tape, which mm. I love washi tape. But again, I couldn't How find anything. That? How did you do that? Well, I designed it and then I had it, you know, a manufacturer um, okay. uh, produce it. Yeah. Because the stickers, mm-hmm. you you print them, you, you design them and then you print them yourself. Yes. Right? Uh, for the stickers, I do everything from designing them, printing them, cutting them, uh, everything, packaging, everything. Mm-hmm. I do it myself. But obviously the washing, you know, you have to outsource somewhere. <laughs> But that's so cool. Like, I'm actually, we're, okay, so we're in a video chat. We're recording this in a video chat. And I see a whole shelf of washi tape (laughs) behind you on your wall. (laughs) It's like my washi collection. Yeah. There's a lot. Like, what, like 50 of them? (laughs) Maybe more. Uh, Probably more like 80 or so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so cool. I've never counted them. But yeah. But same, you know, in that whole... Um, wall up there of like 80 or so washi tapes the only latino one is mine there's nothing like i couldn't find anything the the most i could get was like you know if i get like a verde blanco y rojo to kind of like you know yeah represent like yeah like the mexican flag or something but there was nothing that i could um find so um that's where the ideas came about so definitely the culture plays a big role in my business. Yeah. And now I'd like to take a little break. Paco Garcia Jr. is a tattoo artist, painter, and illustrator. He sells prints of his illustrations, postcards, and stickers. Follow him on Instagram at Paco Garcia Jr. and visit his website, artofbaco.com, to purchase his products. To learn more about his business story, listen to episode 12 and 13 of this podcast. So how easy or difficult was it for you to find what you needed to start your business? So you said you told your crazy idea to your husband and he's like, okay, go do it. It It's like, so then what did you do? (laughs) Well, uh, well, actually, I think that day, on his way to from work, he stopped by Best Buy and got me um, a drawing pad. Aww. And he's like, oh, for your, you know, for your business. And that's where I was like, wait, uh, I'm sorry. This was just one of those crazy ideas I put out there. It's not like I was actually thinking of doing it. And you're already buying stuff. And he's like, no, yeah, like, I think, you know, you can draw your illustrations here and then make them into stickers and stuff. So it was like, it's like a digital pad, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. One of those um, pads that you connect to your, um, your computer and then you draw on it. If the illustration will come up on your computer. Well, that's so cool. Yeah. But I didn't know what I was getting myself into yet. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, hold on. You're not supposed to listen to my crazy idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, um, from there, I, I was like, I have to research. I don't even know, like, what you use, like, paper or how you cut them. I had no idea what you use to, like, cut them or, 
or anything. Mm-hmm. So um, I read a lot and that was hard. The finding that information was hard because there's really not that much information on how to make stickers online. Mm. And I think a lot of it is because there is a huge um, market for it and there is a lot of shops that sell stickers yeah so it's not really like so, DIY type of things like it's not really easily accessible to for the materials to make them I think what it is is that there is a lot of small shops that do this mm-hmm. but not like Latino geared mm-hmm. or anything but the ones that are out there don't really want to put any information out there because they feel like, oh, you know, someone else is going to be my competition or something. I don't know. But there really isn't like information on kind of like what printers to use or cutters or anything. So that was hard. That was difficult to find. Mm-hmm. But once I figured it out, you know, did some shopping and we I got it started. And like money wise and stuff it wasn't that expensive to start off so it was doable you know it's not like I needed thousands of dollars to to yeah, start and off you didn't like yeah. need to invest money in a whole lot of inventory because you print as the orders come in right yeah yeah and now I print of certain stuff I already have like printed ahead of time and stuff because now I have an idea of how much items are going to sell not that it's always the same or anything, but, you know, I have an idea of, like, this is a good amount to have in stock. Yeah. But um, before, yeah, it was like, a, as they came, I printed them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of how it came about. <laughs> so you mentioned that your shop is on Etsy. That's one technological tool that you use. What, what other, like, technological tools do you use? Oh, you also use a digital pad. And then you have a printer. Yeah. And out I mean, of all of the technological tools that you use, what's your favorite? Um, it has to be probably my laptop. Your laptop. I have a yeah, my Mac, <laughs> my MacBook. Um, I have my. I mean, everything else that I use, and my iPad, which is where I do all my illustrating and stuff, but. Um, my, my laptop is where everything gets done. You know, that's where I mm-hmm. put, a, put it together and edit all the files. And that's where I run my shop and that's where I run my social media and everything. So it, my laptop, that's, that's my business, everything. So yeah. that has to be the most important one. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I like yeah. literally like will fall asleep and then like my laptop is next to my bed on the floor and then I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, there's my laptop. It's like literally right next to me at all times. Yep. And that's something that I have to like carry with me too. Like if I travel or anything, it's like I have to have my, my laptop because you never know what you're going to need or, or if you can get some work done, you know, and so everything is, it's there. That, that's it. That's like the price possession. <laughs> That's the business. Yep. I do. I'm like in the habit of taking my laptop everywhere now too, because anywhere I go, I mean, I never know what could happen. Sometimes I'm like stuck somewhere. I'm like, as long as there's Wi-Fi. And if worse comes to worse, I just put a hotspot on my cell phone. And if I really need to use my laptop, if, if I can't 
if I don't need my laptop, then I, I use my cell phone, you know, for, you know, yeah. or whatever, but some things I do need to do on my laptop. And one time I tried to upload a podcast episode at the park during my daughter's softball practice. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, there's no Wi-Fi at the softball park. So I used my, um, I turned on my cell phone, my cell phone's hotspot and it took forever to upload. And then like, it got to like the final, like part of it, like maybe like the final 5%. And then I don't know, I think someone called me or something and it stopped my hotspot. And I was like, oh my gosh. That's it. I'm, I'm never uploading a podcast episode at the park ever again. Yeah. Because as it is, the, the hotspot is not as, yeah, it's not as yeah. strong. So yeah. Yeah. So. So I feel you. I totally understand you. Do not yeah. use your cell phone hotspot to upload or download things. Just <laughs> quick things. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But anyway, yeah, I totally get it. Like the laptop, that's everything. What about yeah. um? What about like uh, Etsy? How has been your experience with Etsy? Like, why did you just why did you decide to choose Etsy instead of like other uh, e-commerce um, sh- uh, websites? Um. I think, well, for me, Etsy has been great. It's okay. great. It's been great. It's easy to use. Um, as a business, it's it's a great tool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, why did I use it instead of other e-commerce uh, sites? Because um, they're a huge platform, you know, and at least for me, that's how I felt. Like, I find myself shopping on Etsy a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, if I need anything that's not like, you know, that you can find at Amazon or Target or anything like that, like more unique, mm-hmm. my go-to is Etsy right away. Mm-hmm. I don't like usually Google, like I don't go on Google and type, you know, Latino planner stickers. Mm-hmm. I'll go on Etsy and then look for that specific unique item because, you know, mm-hmm. that's what Etsy is. Um, or at least for those that don't know, that's what Etsy is. It's a platform for handmade or small shops to sell their mm-hmm. items so you find all sorts of unique items so that's my go-to and that's what I thought I'm like if I were looking for or now that I'm looking for this sort of stuff unique items I'm looking on Etsy and that's where I would go to mm-hmm. so that's why I chose that because it's huge it's popular there's a lot of people on there there's a lot of things you can find there so I think that's the most um common place where someone would go and look for something like what I do yeah yep for sure I mean for I I, you know there's an Etsy app or for people who don't know there's an Etsy app and I love it I go on there (laughs) (laughs) and then I kind of had to delete it because then it was just you find a lot of good stuff right (laughs) easy to buy a lot of things you know just like okay I need to stop it was like almost addicting so (laughs) yep (laughs) so that's why and this and same reason why I didn't launch my own website on its own because if people I feel like it's easier to find me on Etsy than if I were just to be on a site that you google or you have to know that we exist to find us you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and etsy already gives you a platform where people can find you Mm -hmm. and there's already millions of people searching on there Mm -hmm. so i i figure that it would be the easiest way to for people to find me yep well that's good Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah that's good 
I mean, I know very, very little about Etsy, but as far as I know, it takes a percentage of your sales. So you're not really paying too much of upfront fees. Like if you had a website host, then you would have to pay like monthly or annual fees to set up your website. You have to set everything up from scratch yourself or use the templates that they have. But Etsy has a standard template for everybody and you just upload your photos and then they already have, like you said, they already have the platform, which is the website and the app. But at the end of the day, everybody has to choose whatever platform works best for them. So yeah, I'm glad Etsy is working out for you. So that's good. Yeah, it just depends on, on what you sell too. I mean, you know, and for example, if I had enough, I mean, I was starting off and I didn't have any like following or any, anything, you know, Mm-hmm. It's not like I had thousands of people following me already or something yeah. that I can just tell them, go to my website. But if I were doing something or, you know, how people grow their business, a lot of people grow their business on Instagram yeah. where they already have thousands of followers on Instagram. And then I think if you're, if I was already that big, then I could just tell all my followers, this is my page. This is my site. Go find me there. Mm -hmm. then of course, you know, you already have your client base going to you. But when you don't have anyone yet, because you're just starting off, then you go to the place where people are already looking for stuff. Yeah. 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 Just like how a lot of people sell their things on eBay or Amazon because people are already looking on there anyway. Yeah. As opposed to if you just open a random site where sellmycrap.com, you know, like who's going to go look in there unless they know you yeah so, yeah do you do you have a business idol like is there a business that you follow that you want to be like or uh, or is there something that attracts you about a business that you're like oh one day I'll be like them or better than them um okay. um I do have a business that I I guess you could say I'd look up to but it has nothing to do with my business um it's called I want to say the little green pea mm-hmm. I don't want to mess it up and she sells handmade stuff, like mm-hmm. gnomes and different things that she makes and sells. So it has nothing to do with stationery or planner or anything. I just, I don't know how I found her on Instagram. I came across her page and again, it's nothing, you know, to do with my business or anything, but I, I love the way she has her business set up and how she has made it her full, like her only source of income. You know, she lives like that's her business. That's her income. That's what mm-hmm. she makes a living off of. So that's, I think that's who I'd look up to where that's what I want to do. I want to, you know, pay all my bills with my business one day like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So that would be the win. Yeah. That's good. I mean, that, I mean, I mean, that's why I asked that question. Like, it doesn't have to be just like your business, but what attracts you is how the way she runs her business and yeah, the way she has built a business to where now that's her, you know, that's what pays all her bills. So. One day we'll all get there. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so if you could have done something different in your business journey, what, what would that have been? Maybe starting sooner mm-hmm. and venturing out more like 
not be as shy about it, I guess. You know what I mean? Like at the beginning, yeah. you're kind of like worried, like not worried, but you're like, who's going to care for it or be interested in it? So you kind of hold yourself back a little bit for maybe from starting or from like putting my own work out there. Cause I am not an artist. I am not a, you know, in no way, like an artist like that, that I draw and make this crazy stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like, I do what I can to my possibilities, you know, but mm-hmm. I know I'm not an artist. So, you know, I was very shy of putting anything out there that I had, you know, drawn myself. So I would venture out sooner to just put it out there. And then, you know, if people like it, okay. And if not, then you try something else. So a lot of business owners that I talk to say this, like it, even, even myself included, like, I wish I would have done it sooner or I wish I would yeah. have, or I should have done it when I first thought about it instead of waiting or. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I think that building confidence is part of the business journey. And I think that we all build confidence in our own way, like on our own terms. Like I still, I, I really, really, really struggled with that myself in the beginning and me reaching out to you to do a collaboration was like me stepping out of my comfort zone. Like that was like scary. (laughs) Like that was so scary for me. And then we did it. And then after we did it, it was like, Oh, not that scary. Yeah. 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 And like you said, I totally agree. It's part of the journey, you know, it's part of growing and, and gaining confidence is part of the journey. And it's, it's really cool to see it like now, for example, for me, two years later, it's really cool to see like the things that I am more comfortable doing. And like you said, no, you know, not as afraid of maybe like talking to someone to collaborate with them or, or putting some work out there and that sort of stuff. So it's really nice to see yourself grow because you're seeing yourself, you know, do all this stuff that you maybe even didn't ever think you would be doing in the first place you know yep so yeah it's part of the journey definitely yeah so okay so your original stickers that you had were concha stickers loteria stickers and then you also have concha washi tape what other designs do you have and then i know you have a you have selena stickers and a selena cake topper and then you have like a, well, okay, then you have the business planning stickers. I'm just like remembering yes. all of them. I'm trying to remember all of them. This is my own quiz. I'm quizzing myself. I but- have um, <laughs> La Doña, Maria Felix. Oh, yes. I remember yes. those. Yes. Um, you have a lot more yeah. now because at first you only yeah. had like three or four sets or yeah. types. Yeah. Oh, you also yeah. have paper clips that are so cute. Like you, yes. you use a special cutter, right? To cut that? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Like a, we have a concha uh, paper clip, Selena. What else? Paleta Payaso. Oh, that's another kid. Dulces Mexicanos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, there's uh, a variety. You know, Mexican Christmas. Frida, of course. Frida Kahlo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Dia de los Muertos. We, uh, there's, a, there's a variety. Again, 
everything, you know, related and, and inspired by the Latino culture. I think you have like a sick day kit, right? Like a... Oh, yes. Like the, a um, sana, sana, colita. Da yeah. Da. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Vaporu, right? <laughs> yep. Because yeah. we all got to put it in our planner, planner to rest and take care of ourselves too. Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so if you had no constraints, would you start another business? And what would it be? Definitely. <laughs> I I don't think I've mentioned it, but you know that I also have another uh, business along with my sisters. Mm-hmm. Folklore mm-hmm. Accessories. Mm-hmm. Which actually, I think that's where we first um, met in a way without actually meeting, right? Yeah, yes. I do have a very, very, very cute Frida Kahlo clutch that I use all the time. Oh my God, I have it right here next to me actually (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah I use it all the time and I always think about like I have all my brushes and I'm just like I need to get that for folklore accessories brush bag like I need to get it. oh yeah (laughs) you know what that's our best seller definitely yeah the brush roll (laughs) I well I want to get it for myself like for my makeup but then also my daughter um she paints a lot like she has like a whole oh that's perfect art set so like now uh-huh. I was thinking she needs one of those for herself like for her paint brush yeah paint. we've yeah we've done that a lot for artists you know what we did once we made one um big enough to for a chef to store his knives oh that's so cool yeah that was a special request so, so you yeah. and your sisters create these uh, items are all handmade hand sewed from different types of fabric with like different like latino cultural items on the fabric as well so yeah. you and your sisters started the business first and then after that you did the ice yes my designs yes um actually folklore accessories started five years ago and we started you know my sisters and i and my mom and we made hand sewn items tote bags that's how we started with the tote bag mm-hmm. um and then it grew and it got bigger and then and we started you know going to pop-up events and we have an online shop as well and that's how that started but then I moved to Nevada I got married we moved here and I continue to do it but it was different you know and and I would make items here and then you know, go back to California and we would put it all together and we ship from there and everything is like the whole, um, the headquarters, if you Mm -hmm. will, are in California. And then um, when I had my, when I got pregnant with my first um, baby, that's when I decided to stay home with her. And like folklore accessories, you know, I've always been doing it and been active with it and stuff but I still felt like okay now that I don't I'm not gonna be you know having or going to a job I need something else and I've always worked so for me to not have a job it was so weird so I felt that I needed something else and that's how I also you know saw the opportunity to do this and I thought you know I'm gonna make a business out of it and have something else um build something else so that's how this came about when my first baby was on the way. Mm. Yeah. 
And then you started ICTEL Designs and then now it's been two years and then now you have two babies. <laughs> As your yes. businesses grow, your family yes. grows too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now I have two babies and the business keeps growing and folklore keeps growing. So responsibilities and things to do, the list keeps growing too. <laughs> So are you going to have another baby and another business soon or? <laughs> I'll just have a new business be the baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think, or if I had another baby, then I would have to drop a business, I think, because oh, okay. everything takes a lot of time. So yeah, definitely. No, <laughs> not right now. So if you started another business, what would it be? Like if you had no constraints all the money and the time and all the resources i think it would be like a, the dream would be to have a little pastry bar coffee shops something like that Ooh, what kind Attached, of pastries? um cupcakes yes i love cupcakes cupcakes, cupcakes with a bar anything else yummy you know just pastries guilt-free Oh my God. <laughs> um, but you know what? That would probably be the name of it. <laughs> Guilt-free pastries. Yeah. Oh my God. Attached to a, a little uh, stationery shop, you know, Aww. like a, a shop where you can find all arts and stationery things. So you can buy some goodies, you know, what pens, about, what about stuff, a crafting then, station? Yeah, exactly. Then you go to the coffee side, the coffee shop side, get your pastries, get your coffee, and get creative. And start using the crafting tools with the materials that you just bought at the stationery store. You know, how people go to Starbucks and take their laptops and get to work, you know, same things. You take your crafting items and then you craft away. I'm going to have a laptop-free, Wi-Fi-free zone and just DIY crafting station. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, would my be the God. Dream. <laughs> I love it. So can you open one next door to my house? <laughs> Let's put it out there in the universe. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Wherever you may open it, may it be my neighbor, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, the you dream dream would be in a nice, in a, like in a, you know, super nice, chill place. I don't know where that is, but I'm sure there's a little town somewhere yeah. or city like where it would be perfect. View, like, yeah, little trees around or something, little park or whatever. Yeah. I can see it. I can envision it. Okay. Yay. Me too. It's all up here. I'm we so just excited. We to make it happen. Yeah. I'm so excited for your next business. <laughs> So where can people find you? You have an Instagram, you said, and on Etsy. Um. Yes. Instagram, Etsy, um, Facebook, Pinterest. It's all under the same name, Isitel Designs. And, um, oh, I just started a Facebook group for planners. So oh, cool. same thing, yeah. If you're a planner and or you love to plan or you want to get started, um, any Latinas out there? that are also into this hobby um, and would that would like to join us, you can find us there in the Facebook group. And, you know, other Latinas are there and we share our, you know, our planners, our, our finds and inspiration and things. So 
that I just started that. That was one of my New Year's resolutions. So getting them started. Oh, cool. Yay. 2020 yes. starting off right. Woohoo. Yes. I have been wanting to start off to start one forever. Same thing. You know, there's not really much or any planner related groups out there. So um, I thought I'm going to make one, but same, you know, everything takes time and I never put in the time to, to get it started. And I finally did. So it's there. If Yay. anybody wants to join us, we'll be more than happy. To What's have the you name there. of the Facebook group? It's um, Latina Planners by ICTEL Designs. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I will definitely join and... We'll see you there. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you so much for sharing your story. And I just want to let the listeners know that we had to stop recording and then start recording like at least four or five times (laughs) because... Technology. It's yeah. great, but sometimes it fails. Yeah. Technology was really testing my patience today. <laughs> but it's all good because we got a great interview. And I'm so happy that you got to share um, about Thank your business you. and your story. And um, I totally can see your your future business. I'm, I'm going to call you one day and be like, hey, when are you opening it up? Because <laughs> I want cupcakes and crafting right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> It's already out there in the universe. It's going to happen. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And I... Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to Relate and Elevate. Find me on Instagram at Giselle's World and on Facebook at GM Strategist. Make sure to visit my website, GiselleMartin.com And please, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.